the old pre-meds podcast, session number 240. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the old pre-meds podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I get to answer your questions from the non-traditional pre-med discussion over at premedforms.com. If you don't have an account over there yet, go sign up. It is free. Don't forget to check out Mapped. The old pre-meds podcast is brought to you by Mapped. Mapped.com is going to be where we're working on it as this episode comes out mid-August. Mapped is almost ready for prime time. We are finishing up some final things and getting ready to make it live for everyone. Mapped.com, M-A-P-P-D. Com. It's a new technology platform I've developed with a team to help provide you the guidance and tracking that you need on your path to medical school. Again, mapped.com, M-A-P-P-D.com. Our question today is going to be hopefully a pretty easy one. Our student asks, how old of MCAT prep materials are too old to use? Our student says, hi, everyone. I understand that the MCAT format changed in 2015, and there is a shortened version being administered this year due to COVID-19. If I'm planning to take the MCAT using all the free and paid resources, how old of MCAT material is too old? All right. So the first thing that stands out to me is if I'm planning to take the MCAT using all the free and paid resources, the first mistake that students make when they're working on preparing for the MCAT is gathering too many books. Now, I also do the MCAT podcast with Blueprint MCAT, formerly Next Step Test Prep. And my original co-host on that show, Brian, uh, who is now retired from the MCAT prep world, he used to call this buy another book-itis, where pre-med students think that they just need another book. Oh, I'm struggling with chem phys. Let me just buy another book. I'm struggling with bio-biochem. Let me just buy another book. I'm struggling. Right? You get the idea. And what they're missing is actually implementing the knowledge in the books that they have already. Remember that the number one preparation for the MCAT is doing well in your courses. Having that solid foundation, the the solid science foundation, is going to prove to be one of the best ways to prepare for the MCAT. Also remember that the MCAT is going to be a test unlike any other test you've ever taken and will ever take. Now, I get in this, into this discussion a lot with, with students about how it, the MCAT versus USMLE Step 1, which one is harder. I think, and I will stand by this, that the MCAT is a harder test. Yes, Step 1 is a huge test. There's a ton of material on it, but it's straightforward. It's, do you know it or do you not? The MCAT is, I think I know it, but the way they ask this is really weird, and I'm really not sure. 
Step one, obviously, it's historically has had a lot writing on it because of how well you do on step one and and placement for residences, etc. With step one going pass fail, we'll see where that stands in the future. But random aside for step one or not, the MCAT is a test unlike any other test you're going to take. Therefore, you need to do practice tests to see how you're going to do. The focus on the materials is oftentimes uh, oftentimes overshadows the need to do practice tests. One of the biggest mistakes is students focusing way too much on content review and not enough on doing tests, doing practice tests. Now, you can get free practice tests from most of the major test prep companies out there. The double AMC is like the must buy. Unfortunately, I don't like supporting that company anymore. I, I never really did, but with their response through this pandemic and, and everything else going on, uh, they don't get my support anymore. And I'll try my darndest to to figure out how to, uh, to, to replace them. But that's a random aside. Um, the double AMC has the, the, the practice test material that you have to buy, unfortunately, from them. Uh, they have four scored tests and one unscored test. So go and buy their material first. If you only have a couple hundred dollars for prep materials, I would start there. If you have a little bit more money, and unfortunately it does come down to money, which is a big issue with the application cycle and with preparing for medical school and and this whole process in general, if you do have a little bit more money, uh, Blueprint MCAT tests are the next best tests to buy. You can get the first full length for free if you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash bpfree. Uh, that'll take you to Blueprint free material, and that is an affiliate code. So I do get, if you ever buy anything from them, a little a, a little beer money from them. Um they have the second best test, right? Reddit uh, at some point did a survey of all of their their pre-med uh, students and said, hey, what are the best full-length exams from third-party companies? Blueprint, MCAT, again, formerly Next Step Test Prep were the top of the list. And I agree. So uh, check out those as well. Really the heart of this question, and I'll get to it, is how old is too old? And really anything after 2015, you're probably fine, right? Anything after the change of the MCAT. Now, I would probably look at 2016 or 2017 or later because the first test was administered in April of 2015, if I remember correctly. And you want to give the test prep companies a little bit of time to go, okay, we were told what was going to be on the test. Now we actually have feedback from students who have taken it. Maybe some of their own test prep writers and and content writers actually took the test. There there are some loopholes in there where, where those people can actually take the test. And, uh, and now we know what's on the test. Now we know how the changes are being implemented, et cetera. And so I would probably give it a couple of years, 2017, like I said, to get that material. So anything after 2017, you're probably fine. Again, physics isn't changing. Chemistry isn't changing. Uh, a lot of what changes year to year are going to be typo fixes, are going to be maybe some changes in some graphs and some some cool color stuff. There's not a lot that changes year to year other than we have new books to sell. So 
you're probably fine going and getting the resources. I want to have a big push for students to stop selling their books and give them to their pre-health advisor. Give the books to your pre-health advisor. Let's let them give out the books to the next set of students, the next cohort that's getting ready to prepare for the MCAT. And yes, obviously somebody had to bite the bullet and buy the books in the first place. But I think that would be a great way to start giving back is to stop selling the books and just give them to your pre-health advisor. And yeah, you can make 20 bucks, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks maybe. But I think big picture, it's a better opportunity to give back to the world. So uh, Operation Give Your Books Back to Your Advisor is a terrible name, but come up with a better name and we'll work on that too. So uh, 2017 and later, I think final answer for how old is too old. Um, that's what I got for you. Good luck on your MCAT and good luck on your journey to medical school. I wish you the best of luck. Don't forget to check out mappd.com to help you on your journey to medical school. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.